a fallout shelter somewhere under Seattle, Washington, is the show you've been waiting for. Get ready to join your hosts, John and Kenrick, as they talk comics, movies and more. Now here's Spoiler Country! Alright, welcome back to Spoiler Country. I'm Kenrick Regan. That is Mr. Horsley. And today on the show, well, it's a it's a tot. What it's we a like tot. to call a tangent of tangents or what, what number tot is this for short? Is this tot eight, tot seven, tot nine? I don't know. I don't know. I think it's like tot eight. I think it's eight. I I'm going to say eight. eight here, but whatever you see on the graphic or the show title, that's what number it really is. <laughs> did, did you know? Yeah. Did you know that at one point you told me? Man, we I don't think we should do so many tots. We should really focus in on on having specific topics to talk about. We do really well with that. Right. And I was like, yeah, you're right, but we have like 160 episodes and eight tots. I think it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good ratio. It works. It's fine. And that's, that doesn't count that the the Kickstarter, the Kickstarter. So many movies we do those aren't those aren't counting that number. We've actually done over over 220 episodes. I think now total. Wow. Of content. Yeah. Wow, that's a lot. It is. It is. And I remember but, at one point when we had like forty. You were like, I, "I hope we don't run out of ideas to talk about." <laughs> right? <laughs> what are we going to talk about next year? I don't know. I don't know. But I think we got it. Hey, welcome back. Th- thanks. It's been it's been a while. It's been a minute. <laughs> it's been a and, couple and, minutes. And, and people might not realize it because we do put content out, but we tried to build up a what we like to call in the in, in the bank. And I in think the, the industry standard to say in the can, which was reference to old time film they yeah. actually put it in a can but we've always said in the bank yeah that's because we take them to the bank we deposit them in a, in a, in a safe deposit box and on a usb drive that's right it's in the that's bank so random but yeah well i mean yeah <laughs> yeah it's been a, it's been busy we've been, it's been busy. busy but today's subjects are open it's open we can topics, talk about man. anything and i got a couple so, things i want to talk about oh what's that so have you had a chance no i haven't to see <laughs> nope <laughs> i know you probably haven't but i really want to go see brightburn i haven't seen oh, it oh yeah i want to see it too i've heard it's really i've heard it's good it's the anti-superman and when i was speaking with dennis karen i think he actually enjoyed it nice he wouldn't say how much he enjoyed it or how little he enjoyed it because he wants to wait until we actually seen it right and then have a conversation about it but he did say if you want to see it in the theater, see it fast because it's going to be gone quickly because no one's seeing it. Right, it'll, it'll be out of theaters quick. Most most yeah. movies most movies are they say though though don't last long. Yeah, it's just really unfortunate. It is. I miss. I remember being able to see a movie in theaters for like six months or more a year. Yeah, yeah. Well, they would do that whole market thing where they'd they'd be in your main theater, then they'd go to the half price theater. Yeah, and the you just got to find those half price theaters. They're still around. They're just yeah. harder to find. Yeah, I mean, it's just. Yeah. That's how I saw, you know, it's funny. That's how I saw Saving Private Ryan. Oh, is it? The yeah, dollar it theater? Was, yeah, it was in the theater now, in which is now a Coles. <laughs> oh, <laughs> right. <laughs> but me and a friend named Heidi, we worked together at, at uh, Microsoft at the time. Mm-hmm. And that's how long ago I worked at Microsoft was back in the 90s. That's a while ago, man. Yeah, it's been a minute. But, uh, <laughs> I had no desire to see Titanic, but I had a huge crush on Heidi. She's like, I want to go see Titanic. And I was like, all right, let's go see Titanic. <laughs> Anything and, for you, girl. Yeah. And we get there and it's gone and they have, and, but it was there the day we had checked online. But in 97, yeah. 98, whenever this was, you know, the online 
I'm shocked information that wasn't always 100% accurate. Yeah, it was usually inaccurate. Usually yeah, because somebody had to update it. It wasn't like yeah. this automatic stuff or anything like that. Where it's getting and somebody had to update it via the H- yeah, somebody had to update it via the HTML code. They had to go yeah. retype it out. Yep, yep. And they'd have to worry about frames and all that kind right. of stuff. <laughs> so, no, don't, don't marquee it. Don't marquee. No marquees. Right. So they had Titanic starting like at 2 o'clock or whatever, and we we're like, let's go see it. So we so we ran up there, and we get there, and it's not Titanic. It's Saving Private Ryan. <laughs> but we saw Saving Private Ryan. We both really enjoyed it. It was, it you know, was I've, good. I've, I've never seen that movie either. So, oh, you should just watch Saving Private Ryan. It's it's good. I, I've seen piece. I've seen the intro scene. I've seen like the, the you know the the, uh, the first part of it. Like the first probably thirty minutes of it. But I never. And it's funny because that's a genre of movies I like. I like war movies. I like yeah. war TV shows. Yeah. But I've never watched Saving Private Ryan, and I've never watched Banner Brothers. And oh, I, Banner Brothers, so good. I love. That I actually show. own Banner Brothers, but I haven't watched it yet. What? I, it's I, I got it a long time ago on DVD. Yeah. I was like, oh, I'll watch this. I'll watch this. I'll watch this. And then I just never did. And it's it's on my list of things to watch. Oh, it's I've so heard it's good. Really good. It, the production and value on that was done so well. Saving Private Ryan, um, that's a hard movie. I mean, there's some scenes that you're just like, oh, oh. that is so gut wrenching. And there's the whole scene with the knife when you're just like, you, I don't know. There, there's one particular American, and by the end of the movie, I hate him. Right, because <laughs> it was the inability to act, oh. you know, and then ends up shooting somebody later, and you're like, "What? A, that has nothing. To, it it means nothing now." Right now, it's not important. Yeah, and it was just like, oh, it, and it just it just makes you so mad. Um, I think the guy Adam Goldberg is in Saving Private Ryan. What really? Yeah, nice. He matter of fact, he plays the guy that gets knifed. <laughs> <laughs> he, I think he got that's knifed. him. I, I might huh. be wrong in that. Don't hold me. Don't. I'm not looking it up. I'm just gonna take. Yeah, don't gospel. quote me on that one. But I, I'm pretty sure that's Adam Goldberg, which would be amazing. Which would be hilarious. I kind of want to look that up. I'll look that up afterwards. Well, you know, the only person who's gonna tell me it's not him is if Adam Goldberg tells me himself. So, oh, well, there otherwise, you go. otherwise it's him. Yeah, there you go. It's got, yeah, it's truth now. The other so, one I saw, I actually went and saw last week, Godzilla: King of Monsters. Oh, I want to see that. So. I'm just going to say this to the people that are complaining about the storyline. Fuck off. It's Who a cares? Godzilla movie for God's sakes. <laughs> it's about giant monsters fighting each other. I mean, seriously, get, name one Godzilla movie that has a cohesive storyline. It doesn't even matter. You um, know, I, I mean, the original Godzilla has a good storyline because there's more meaning to it. The one with Matthew Broderick. That was great. Oh, right. <laughs> you know, I'm such a Godzilla fan, though that that I I I kind of like that one too. I but I don't consider it a Godzilla movie. I just consider it a giant monster movie. Right, right. It's barely Godzilla, but I yeah, mean, because it looks like a it looks like an elongated T Rex. Right. I mean, that's what, that's basically what they made it. They basically took Jurassic Park and made it into a monster movie more yeah. so. Yeah. When I was a kid, I used to look in the TV guide, and yeah. if Godzilla was on USA. Because <laughs> that was the channel that was always playing Godzilla movies on during the day. Right. <clears throat> I'd fake being sick. <laughs> All the time, dude. I mean, I'm telling it, your mom. Yeah. I'm telling your oh, mom. Oh, you could tell my mom. She'd be like, that <laughs> makes sense. One time I, I wanted to watch, they had a marathon for, it, it was like a week long marathon where they played like two Godzilla movies a day. Right. Right. Nice. And they start and they went in, in order. And I was like, oh my God, I'm going to watch all these Godzilla movies. So I was like, building up to my my resist my what do you say my 
my crescendo, my my great, my masterpiece of faking sick <laughs> as a kid. Right? I'm like, I got to right. do a Monday through Friday. I'm gonna miss a week of school. I got to figure this out. Oh, geez. So Monday morning. Oh my! I'm like nine. <laughs> right? Mastermind. Oh, yeah. Oh my stomach. Oh mom, I I feel sick. And she was like, oh, oh, okay, well, do you want to stay home today? And I'm like, yeah, I think I need to stay home. She's like, okay. The next day, <laughs> how, you know, she's like, well, how are you feeling? So I, you got to play this out, right? She's like, you got to stay right. in bed, you know, but she would always let me stay in her and my dad's bed, which had a TV in the room. Right. Right. Just a tiny TV, like a tiny color TV, which we had for like 20 years. But still a TV. Yep. And we had cable since like 1978, 1979 when it was first like available. So I was like, I was set. So this is like 1983. Right. I was one, by the way. Yeah. I was one. I was nine. So <laughs> she comes in. She's like, hey, you know, da 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 da. I'm like, yeah, you know, she's like, okay, you can, you can go lay in my bed because my room was downstairs. So it's easier for her if I stayed upstairs. Right. So, man. I'd, I'd get in bed in the morning, she'd get up and do her thing, and then I'd be sleeping in their bed all day, and then I'd look on the TV guy, 10 a.m., Godzilla, 19, was it 1950 or whenever the first one right. came out? Start watching that one, and she's like, how you feeling? Oh, I'm all right. She's like, oh, you're watching Godzilla? And I'm like, yeah. And she's like, oh, that's good. I know you like those. Yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> A little do, bit. <laughs> yeah. Do you want something to drink? Yeah. Can I get some? Can I get some orange juice? She's like, no, you can have water, though. Okay, fine. <laughs> Do you want to try something to eat? And then that's the hard thing because you're nine, so you and I'm a boy, so I want to eat. Right. I want to eat but, stuff, but I got. But, but I'm supposed to have an upset stomach. <laughs> right. So it was like, can I get some crackers? You know, she's like, right. yeah, you can try. You want to try eating some crackers? Yeah. Can you put some, maybe put a little peanut butter on the side? <laughs> <laughs> you're milking this shit. Oh yeah, I'm just trying to get it. First day goes fine, right? Yeah, I, I make it through dinner, and, and you know, and I'm like, oh, like seven o'clock at night. I'm like, oh, my stomach still hurts. I'm just gonna go to bed because I figure <laughs> if I go down to my room, I can play. We had um, we had a TI ninety nine, which was oh, God. yeah, yeah. So I, yeah. you know, I'd play around on that. I'll read a book. I'll read some comic books, and you know, I'll be fine. Tuesday morning, she's like, so, so she kind of knows. You know, one day you can get away with it. Right. Yeah. It's a tummy ache. That's a generic one that all moms know is fake. Right. For the most part. How you feeling? Oh, I feel I feel hot. And she's like, Well, let me feel your forehead. She goes, Well, you don't seem hot. And I'm and I pull out of my back pocket the thermometer. Right? And I'm like, Well, I have the thermometer. Should we should we check it? She's like, Yeah, why don't we check it? She leaves the room. I take the therm thermometer and I put it near the light bulb. Oh, geez. Just for a second. Trick. You know what I mean? Yeah. Put it back up. And I got it to like 100 degrees. Yeah. 100, 100.5. She's like, oh, you're, <laughs> you are a little hot. You're a little hot. Won't you, you know, do you want to, do you think you can make it to school? No, I'm, I'm feeling pretty bad. <laughs> Here comes Godzilla number two. Yep. So 10 a.m., I do the exact same thing. Wednesday, though, I kind of overshot my hand. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I'm I'm laying in bed and she's like, how you feeling? Because now she's actually concerned. Right. She right. thinks that I'm day actually three. sick. Day three of sickness. Yeah. Yeah. Day three sickness. She just saw that I had the, thermos, the thermometer 
and, and I had a, a fever the day before. Well, a quote unquote fever the day before. Right. And I was like, oh, and she puts the th- thermometer in my mouth, right? And she leaves the room <laughs> to go to the kitchen for whatever. So I'm like, this I look around. Trusting. Yeah. I look around, pull out the th- thermometers, put it on the light bulb, but I got too close. Uh-oh. Didn't notice. Put it back in my mouth before she came in. She came in and checked it. She goes, <laughs> your temperature's 106. <laughs> <laughs> You'd think you'd be burning up, but my mom is sly. She doesn't say anything, right? She, <laughs> she leaves the room, and then I can hear her talking on the phone. And she's like, yeah, his temperature's like 106. And she goes, oh, is that what you think? That makes a lot of sense. Things like that. You know what I mean? And I'm like, oh, man, it's out You're of the caught. bag. She comes back in, and she's like, so how you feeling? And I'm like, oh, you know, I'm trying. I, I I'm stuck, right? I got to play right. it out. I'm in for a penny, out for a pound, right? Exactly, yeah. I start going, oh, I just, I just feel so sick, but I, I think I'm starting to get better. <laughs> she goes, yeah, I bet that light bulb helps a lot. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, she's like, you're busted, kid. <laughs> and I'm like, oh. oh. Man. She's like, what is going on? And I'm like, Godzilla's on the TV. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, Get your stuff. You're going to school. <laughs> but you got, I mean, you got two days out of it, right? <laughs> I did. Well, I got three because it was like almost noon by the time that happened. So I ended up going. Oh. I, I think at the end, when time we got ready to go, she was like, there was like an hour left of school. What's the point? But did you, did you get to watch Godzilla that day? No. Well, I uh. started, yeah, I watched most of it. And then she was like, and then, and then I, I couldn't have, I wasn't allowed to watch any TV for the rest of the week. So that backfired. A it bit. did backfire, but it's a great story, and it's one hundred percent true. <laughs> it's a great story, but the you know nowadays you can just watch it on your phone at school. So yeah, yeah. I mean, Smart. I but for so for me, I I'll, I'll always associate Godzilla with my childhood, right? Because I loved it, and I remember one time I was legitimately sick, and my buddy Ernie was legitimately sick. And we we're in fifth grade, and Godzilla versus King Kong happened to be on TV. And we called each other and was on the phone with each other watching that, that movie. I remember doing that as a Both kid. sick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And King Kong wins that, that fight. And he was like, oh, King Kong beat that kid, that lizard's butt. And I was like, oh, no way, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's Godzilla. It's Godzilla. 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 But yeah. I remember watching movies at home with, on the phone with friends. And like you'd talk about the shows together and stuff. Yeah. You know, we're doing that. That's a good story. That's a good story. Yeah, I like it. It's 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 kind of odd that the things that you do when you're kids, what becomes memory that you hold on to. Yeah, yeah. You know, I remember. I remember as a kid when I wanted, if I was like, there were a t- couple times where I was just like, I just didn't want to go to school, right? Yeah. Like for the most part, I was a good kid. You know, I didn't do a lot of bad stuff. I, I got good grades from the, for the most part. Yeah. But like, I remember, I remember I'd get up. My mom. So when I was a kid, about that same age, and then all through high school, like about third grade on, uh, my parents went to work. My sister went to school, and then I was I got myself ready and left for the bus all on my own um, from about third grade, um, you know, all the way through graduations. Even yeah, then, it, it was young. But I mean, my sister was there. My parents would leave for work. My sister would be there for most of the time. Then she'd leave for school. Then I'd be by myself for like an. 45 minutes to an hour, then I go, go catch the bus, you know? Yeah. But, you know, probably about like sixth grade or so, like there's times, and after that in junior high and high school, there's times I just didn't want to go to school. And I just like, 
I wouldn't at first I you know I'd fake sickness. But, oh, I don't feel good today. I'm gonna stay home. Mom's like, okay, well, we'll see. You know, and she probably knew. I know right. my dad knew I was faking it. But there were a couple times where I just called my mom at work. And I was like, mom. I don't want to go to school today. I'm just going to sleep today. I'm sorry. And then for the most part, my mom was like, okay, thanks for being honest. Make sure your homework gets done. Yeah, right, right. But it's like, I only did it a couple of times. I remember if I just really didn't want to go, I just told my mom, I was like, I, I don't want to go to school today. I'm too tired. And she'd be like, okay, just get your shit done. <laughs> <laughs> and how you react when your kids do that? Uh, uh, no, well, you're going to school. <laughs> well, one, my kids try to play the the game on Oh, I'm sick. Wait, well, if I, if I stay at home, I could do all this work for you. Blah blah blah. I'm like, no, just go to school. <laughs> <laughs> if I stay at home, I could do all because you know they won't do any of it. <laughs> I know they won't because every time I say yes to that, that thing gets done. <laughs> right, and then they just want to play Xbox or watch YouTube Kids or YouTube yeah. or do yeah. something else or just do nothing. <laughs> There's so much, so so much distractions nowadays compared to oh, when we were kids. I know. Like people used to make fun of me for being lazy all the time, and like you know, I was a big kid growing up, whatever. But I think back to my childhood, I was outside for most of my childhood. I was outside in the woods, outside playing Mortal Kombat, like not the video game, but like we'd go outside and pretend fight or Mortal Kombat or, you know, and Get do stupid, right? Or do you'll be on our bikes all the time and do stupid shit, be playing yeah. in the band, you know, play music. Like we played, I played video games and stuff, but not, not very often. I mean, I did like when it was cold and rainy out, I'd be drawing or writing music yeah. or playing games. But if it was sunny out, I was outside. Yeah. We were outside a lot growing up. A lot. Yeah, like what's, what's I, what is nice is and and this kind of segues into something I want to talk about. Um, the neighborhood we moved into, the house we bought and stuff. Yeah, like my ki- my kids are outside all the time. Like they're not playing games. Like they're not inside on the Xbox. Like Jack since we moved in here, because Jack, as you know, in the old rental, every day can I play Xbox? I want to play Xbox every single day, and he's five. Yeah, since moving moving to this house, he asks maybe once a week to play Xbox or less. Oh, that's good. He just, I mean, I can't keep him and Tegan in the house. They go from school, they're outside playing on bikes with their friends. Because everybody has a ton of friends in the neighborhood. Oh, that's nice. The new neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's great because like, they're, they're not inside like just watching TV. Well, I mean, Jacob is, but Jacob is a, a idiot for TV. So, But I mean, they're outside. Even Jacob goes outside you know, and doesn't ask to play Xbox all the time as much as he did before. It's It's been great. I mean, having being in a neighborhood with a bunch of kids that have my kids' age and have friends, you know? Yeah, that's good stuff. But yeah, so as I was saying, I bought a house, which has been stressful. <laughs> it's been, it's been fun unpacking three years of shit, but it's been, uh, it's been kind of chaos too. Yeah, do you get an office? It's not really. I gave my office to Cody, so so Cody could have a room because when we first moved in, we had Cody and Jacob sharing a room. Yeah, but I decided to give up my office and let Cody have the room so they could have their own space because he's sixteen and Jacob's thirteen. You know, right, right. So I kind of, I have a desk, I have my desk and my art table set up in my bedroom, my well, master bedroom. Cody will be venturing out here pretty soon too, and you can, you'll get that back. Yeah, he's 16 and a half. So. Yeah. Um, it's crazy. Yeah, so I have my, my desk and stuff is in my, in my bedroom, and then I have the garage, which I'm working on. Uh, Putting a cubicle modif- in? Well, maybe. And then uh, I looked at those, but I don't know if I'm going to do that or not, because this, I've had, a, my plans for the garage have changed like four times now. Yeah. <laughs> I just mounted a TV in the garage um, yesterday. Well, nice. actually, I had Cameron, my, my brother-in-law Cameron do it, your nephew. Yep. Um, so I had, I had because I have a projector upstairs, I have an extra 55-inch TV, so I just put it in the garage. Nice. <laughs> and I've got a buddy at work who's, uh, he's feeding my tech habit. He uh, he gave me some servers, so I have two servers in my garage that are being set up as VM nodes. Oh. I don't know. I don't know why. I just want to do it. I mean, yeah. I, have, I have stuff I have stuff I'm going to do on them, but most part, it's just fun, you know? Yeah. Something different. But uh, Yeah, but like, I don't know. Between that and the the job that I took on 
and the kids in softball and stuff. I've had no time for anything. It's been that's been really stressing me out. That's too bad because you paid for DC Universe and you've watched nothing. I have watched the first four episodes of Titans, and I've watched the first six episodes of Young Justice. All right, I watched something. Yeah. Okay. Oh, and I watched and I watched the <laughs> Wonder Woman. I watched that. I watched that Wonder Woman movie. Oh man. <laughs> Oh man, I would highly suggest everybody get out there and watch the 1970 what, 6 77 74 or something like that. Something, yeah. something like that version of Wonder Woman. It is so bad, it's awesome. It's the best movie ever. <laughs> it's so weird, man. I was like, what are we watching? Right? So I, Swamp it's, Thing it's, just came out last Friday. Yeah, I want to see that. Yep, on the 31st of May. It's the production value on the DC Universe at live action shows is stupendous. When they just they just launched um, all those shows are now are now streaming in 4K if you, if you have a 4K TV yeah yeah but I don't understand like we were talking the other day how are they making money yeah, that's a good question because like I looked it up and it's eight dollars a month for the service and as of January they had roughly from what I could tell and I don't know how accurate my numbers are but yeah from from roughly from from a quick internet search they had about uh, about thirty to fifty thousand subscribers at, in January that's this not, year that's nothing. Yeah, it's like it's like four hundred grand a month, or about like four, almost five million a year. And they're gotta to just, be spending millions of dollars on the production value of these shows. Oh, minimum. I mean, those shows cannot be, have cost millions of dollars per episode. No, because yeah, because they're better than a lot of shows that are on. Yeah, and they're putting a lot of they're putting a lot of effort into these shows, and I don't know. It's it's the return on investment can't be can't be matching what they're putting out for these shows. Yeah, and they're not getting unknown. Act- I mean. For fuck's sake, they got Timothy Dalton. Yeah, and well, and I mean, and Brendan Fraser yeah, on and the Brendan same Frazier. show. I love Brendan Fraser. You know, yeah, but those are known actors, known commodities that that aren't cheap because they're not they're not going to be on there for scale. You know what I'm saying? Right. Well, and even and even the actors they have on there that are new are really good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like, it's solid kind of, actors. Yeah, it's crazy. Doom Patrol was amazing. Uh, I watched all that, and they announced season two. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, Titans was great. I mean, yeah. and I'll be honest, I thought Doom Patrol was way better than Titans. Did you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I, Titans is cool just for what it is, and it's, you know. Fuck Batman. It's just kind of, you know, I don't for, for lack of a better term, it's hip. Yeah. You know? It's it's yeah. it's fun. It's It's got some cool things about it. It's. I mean, I wish they did some things a little differently, but that's neither here nor there. But Doom Patrol was amazing. I mean, it, that's what I've heard. It just really is the the. It is funny to me that like you've watched all these shows and I haven't because I was the one pushing it so hard when it was first launched. You went and bought it. You did the pre-purchase <laughs> and spent like a At bunch of money. You got year. all this extra yeah. shit for it. And I was like, I'm just gonna wait for the app to come out, and I paid seven dollars a month for it. But I've no, gotten I paid... the more enjoyment out of it because I'm actually using it. Um, I got a T-shirt. All right. How many times have you worn it? Uh, I actually wore it a lot because it's super comfy. <laughs> oh, there you go. You know what I it's like, like is I have my um, my Hall of Justice employee shirt oh, that I like. The, the the gray one, yeah. Yeah, I wear that one a lot. But, dude, so Swamp Thing came out, and I I thought it was excellent. I can't wait. It's hard to give it because it's just the the first episode was I thought was really good. It was I don't know all the changes that they made because I love Swamp Thing. I've read a lot of Swamp Thing comic books. But I'm not somebody who can read a book once and then remember everything yeah. about it, right? I have to read it a bunch right. of times to remember all that. Like Dennis mentioned, like he didn't understand why they changed the town. And I was like, I couldn't yeah. even tell you the town. 
And that's probably why they changed it because people wouldn't know. Yeah, Most and he's like, know. well, it was like supposed to be in California, and then I think they have it in. I think they have it in Louisiana. Yeah, and it, and to me that makes more sense because does California have swamps in like California? That? I thought I thought Swamp Thing was always in Louisiana. I don't know. You have to check. Yeah, I might be I might be reading it wrong, but I could have sworn. Yeah, I don't know that that it was. I think he told me that it was. I don't know. Anyways, he said there's some some, some changes that's kind of bugged him, and mm-hmm. I get that. You know, especially once and he really loves Swamp Thing. He does. He's big into it. Yeah, he's really big into it. And I've read a lot of Swamp Thing, but like I said, I don't remember all that kind of stuff you know yeah because to me isn't swamp thing like connected to the green yeah and and no matter where in the world he could be there in certain iterations of swamp thing i think you're right i don't know because the green the green wasn't a thing in the original swamp thing yeah i think the green came into play later on Um, right but i think he can travel through the green to get to places in the world stuff like that so it's been a long time. I haven't read Swamp Thing. So the last Swamp Thing I read was the first volume of the Scott Snyder New Fifty Two run, which I think was fantastic. Right. Um, but I haven't. And bef- but since then, I haven't really read any other Swamp Thing. Which I like Swamp Thing. I've read the Alan Moore run. I've read the stuff before Alan Moore. Yeah. Um, I've read the I've read the old Bernie Wrights and stuff from the seventies. But it's been a long well, time. Well, Bernie Wrights is the original, so. Yeah. Yeah. I think the uh, Lynn Bernie Wrights and stuff from my book is I I actually like that better, and I think this is like sacrilegious for a lot of people. Because a lot of people consider Alan Moore's Swamp Thing run the quintessential Swamp Thing run, yeah. right? That's like, the, it's almost, for some people, it's Shakespearean in a way. People hold Alan Moore to, to too high of a mantle. Yeah, but that's and my I, opinion. but I actually have been reading, because on the DC app, you can actually read all those old Swamp Things. Yeah. And I've been reading the original Bernie Wrights and Lynn Wine stuff lately, and I actually kind of prefer it. Right. It's a little right. bit more monster kind of i don't know it's just a little bit more like terrifying yeah you know where alan moore is very like psychological and has all this stuff and well, that's, and that's, that's all how, great that's but at some point it's like i just want a good monster story yeah and don't get me wrong ever listen i like alan i like a lot of alan moore's work i just think some of his stuff it, it gets people hold up to this super high pedestal just, just because it's alan moore and i think we should people should step back and say even though it's a great writer let's judge it for the work of the literature of what it is you know yeah yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a like, lot. I, I love, like, I love Neil Gaiman, but I don't, I don't think everything he's ever written is amazing. You know, I think there's some stuff where I'm like, man. <laughs> right. You know, Good Omens is on Amazon Prime. I know. I watched the first episode. What'd you think? I loved it. I did too. I, I watched the first two episodes last night, and I was like, yeah, this is cool. I can't it's wait to watch so it. Did you read cool. the books? Um, Good Omens is literally my tied for my favorite book of all time. What that in American Gods. No, that and Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, American Gods is number two. Oh. Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy is your favorite book of all time, really? It's tied with Good Omens, and for me, it's more of the fact of what it means to me personally with my dad. Okay, um, okay. Because my dad There's and I used to drive around. T- attachment to there it. There is. We used to drive around road trips, um, the family did, and we would listen to the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy on book on tape. Okay. So when I was a kid, all the time, we would, I would listen to that. We would listen to he, So we had that one. Um, on book on tape, and then my dad for our road trips, he would record the audio from um, movies. Like we had the audio for Back to the Future, we had the audio for Superman One and Superman Two, and so he would play those tapes in the car as like an audio book, which was just the audio from the movie. So when I first watched Back to the Future and Superman, it was on audio, just just no video, just audio. That put me in connection to it. So then I, then I ended up reading the books in high school, then I re- reread them all again in college. So just a connection I have with those books. My dad and I used to talk about them stuff all the time. And I see, I've read Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Oh my god! I don't even remember how old I was. I wasn't very. I wasn't very old. 
I mean, I wasn't young. I wasn't, you know, eight or nine or anything like that. I was right. a young teenager. But, you know, I, I loved, like, okay, so this sounds, this is going to sound <laughs> say it. stupid. So I know all the Monty Python movies because I watched them all. You know what I right. mean? I honestly, John, I never really found them that funny. Yeah. I always like I watched them and I was and I laughed. I laughed though because the friends that I had loved it so much, and right. they Laugh, found it funny. Just contagious, and they yeah, you know contagious. what I mean. And and they're all like saying the lines. And, and there's a part of me that felt kind of fake about it, you know? Right? Because I'd like watch it and I was like, eh, I don't. <laughs> this isn't Caddyshack. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I thought Caddyshack was funny. You know, and they right. thought Caddyshack was funny too. You know, but I just preferred that humor. I liked Saturday Night Live, and 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 it's funny because all those guys that did Saturday Night Live would say, you know, the Monty Python stuff was a huge influence for them. But I just right. didn't. Right. I just didn't like it, man. I was just like, it's not that I didn't like it. I liked it. I liked it well enough that I watched it, and you know what I mean. Right. And I didn't complain when somebody wanted to watch it or anything like that. But I just didn't find the humor like they did. I was just like, oh. Like the whole, the the search for the Holy Grail when he goes when when you get the the count shall be three and no you know what I mean and they do this whole thing when they're yeah. jumping back and forth with the thing and I was just like, this is dumb, and I love British humor because like, I don't know, the IT crowd was is one of my favorite all time shows till to this day. I'll still I I watch that whole series probably once every other year. Right, you know, that's a good show too. Yeah, and I and I love it. And I read the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy because my buddy Paul was just ranting and raving how much he loved this book, and he was just like, I was sitting in bed and I was just dying laughing, and I'm reading it, and I just like, I don't know, maybe it was just me. I just didn't get it, you know. Right. But well, the it's, older it's, it's I got, got in my got, late twenties, I rewatched The Meaning of Life and I watched The Holy Grail, and I couldn't stop laughing. Yeah, I was like crying. Watching, he goes. I didn't even eat any. You know what killed us? And, the, and Death points to the salmon pate. The guy's like, I didn't even eat the salmon. I lost it. You know. <laughs> and I love. And I actually liked the movie with uh, most most Death. Oh, the I I, I like the movie too. People gave the movie a lot of shit. Yeah. Because like, oh, it's not like the book. It's not like the book. But they realize that the book's not even the first version of the story. And everything's an adaptation of, the, of an original radio play. Yeah. And every time it was adapted, things were changed many, many times over again. And everything, the whole point of that book was, is every every adaption adds 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 new things and takes things away. That's like the whole point of that book. Yeah. Because it started out as a radio play, then became a radio play series two, then became a book. The book combined radio play series one and series two and part of series three. Then radio series four came out, then book two came out, then book three came out. Oh, and then, Jesus, you already like, lost up, me. I mean, yeah, exactly. It was so back and forward. Like, there's like people's like, oh, the books was first. The book came after the radio play, right? And or the radio drama, which I listened to those too. Those are pretty good. They're a little different, but they're yeah. they're they're hard to listen to because they were they were recorded. Like, if you're used to listening to stuff that's like sounds modern, it was recorded a long time ago, so it kind of shows. But they did. I mean, mm-hmm. I listened to I listened to uh, I bought I actually bought them on book on tape the original plays on audible and they have yeah. at the end of them they have um extra interviews with the people who helped create them yeah and they talk about how like they were making them week by like the episodes they were making the episodes week by week for the radio play and they didn't always know if they'd have the budget to do anything so a lot of their sound effects were just random shit in the <laughs> office and they were working you know till midnight the, the, the day before it was due to be aired because they hadn't didn't have it done yet right 
Like it was pretty, you know, pretty cowboyish and 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 reckless how they how they made those those shows. Sometimes and that's the best though. Right, and they and they came out. I mean, and they are genuinely funny. If you like the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Couch, they are genuinely funny and, and follow the thing. And the, the actress who did the voice for them is is great. Yeah, and even so, some of the interviews they have, the actors come back and talk about the the experience they had. Um, but yeah, and then you know the book is the book, and then I, when when the movie came out, I was like, well, the movies and oh, there was a, a BBC miniseries too, which was different from the book. And when the movie came out, I was like, well, the movie's going to be different because everything's they're always different. Yeah, and yeah as it should one be. Thing, That's the beauty yeah, of what, it. Yeah, and one thing people just stop need to stop doing is trying to say everything needs to be exactly like the the source material. I'm like, no, you have to respect the source material. But making the changes to your to the different medium is is important. I'm sorry, man. That whole scene where they're running through thing and the, and the shovels are coming up and hitting them in the face. Yes, oh, I was man. dying. I almost I saw it in the theater and I almost fell out of my seat. I was laughing so hard. Because that scene is the, is, is a, a good example of the thing where they do something so much it becomes unfunny, but then they keep doing it and it becomes funny yeah, again. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's com- that's comedic genius. Yeah, when you could do it where <laughs> it cracks you up and then it then it's like okay, get over it, but okay. then it just becomes funny all over again. <laughs> I loved it. I absolutely loved it. But you know yeah, the thing was, is like, what is it? Is it the number forty two or the number? Yeah, forty two. Yeah. When you and Kevin Joseph were talking about it on that pot on that episode. With Kevin yeah. Joseph, if you haven't heard it, go back and listen to us talk it's about episode, it's episode forty two. Episode forty two, yeah. I, I I didn't get it. I was like, <laughs> I, I I like played along. It's like I felt so fake. <laughs> and you go back and listen to it now. I am bald face lying on the fact that I understood what forty two was. I was like, I have fucking no idea what you guys are talking about right now. <laughs> do, you know, do you know now? Do you know what it means now? Not really. I just know that it's like the answer to everything or something or it's No, it's it's the answer to the question, the ultimate question of life, the universe, and everything. It's not the answer, it's the answer to the question of. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so it, the 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 question the, the 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 whole thing about the number forty two is it's the answer, but what was the question? Oh, gotcha. Because you the don't know the question, so you only long. know the answer. Yeah. Right, the machine took so long that they forgot the actual question they asked the computer, but they got the answer, but they don't know what the question was. That's funny. Yeah. That's funny. So yeah. it's the answer to the ultimate I question. Just, I of, just wouldn't like, know, and he was yeah. like talking about somebody wearing his shirt and somebody was saying da 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 da, and I was yeah. just like, I have no idea what you're talking about right now. But Johnny obviously does, and there was like a whole thing going on that I have no idea. Nope. <laughs> That's okay. I've recorded an entire Game of Thrones episode with Kevin, not knowing what the fuck I was talking That's about. That's hilarious. So. <laughs> That's hilarious. But I was pretty. But but unlike you, I was forthright with my unknown knowledge. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I just felt. I mean, honestly, because, because well, we do a geek podcast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I and and I love the genre of everything that we do, and especially when and it comes, comes to comic books later. and everything else. And it just felt like weird that you don't like. There's this whole subculture. That everybody feels connected to, and then you feel weird because you don't, you know. I didn't get it when it was when all the buddy, all the friends that I had that I grew up reading comic books with, that was into sci-fi, that was into this stuff. They all got it, and I was just sitting there going, "This is something I don't get." Right, you know. But at the well, same like time, Thrones, you know, they all stuff. started playing magic, and I didn't get that either. I was like, I and I've always been honest. Oh, with I that. I've magic. never been a big magic fan, and I and I try looking at it, and I watch people play it. And it looks like they're having fun, but then I sit down and try to play it, and I'm just like, I don't like this. This is boring, <laughs> you know. Well, I mean, I, I get that too. I mean, I love, I, I love magic. Yeah. Uh, but um, there, there are certain things where I'm like, people play it. And I'm like, yeah, it looks like you're having fun, but I don't want to do that. <laughs> yeah, and then the, by the exact opposite, I feel like I watch somebody play 
something in there or do something i'm like that looks so boring and then i play it or i do it and i'm like oh my god this is so much fun like settlers of Catan. yeah oh yeah you know when i watch right now somebody play that i was like that looks incredibly boring because i'm not a risk fan right but it's not boring it's fun yeah but it was fun but you know well like right now we're playing so we bought the the harry potter battle at hogwarts um uh deck building game okay right and it's where you play through. There's uh, the game has seven different games you play. So it's you start year one, you go through the different years of Harry Potter. Interesting. And um, it, it, I mean, if it's you just you go th- you, you take turns and you have to like defeat locations and, and defeat the bad guys and like learn spells and shit and buy stuff. But like when you play it, it's inc- it's it's so fun and that Cody, my 16 year old, is playing with us and he like he he's enjoying it and enjoying playing the game with us, which is which is a big deal if you have teenagers. Yeah. And um, so we're actually we have a, on our on our, on our table in the dining room. Um, we're on game seven right now. If we've beat the first six games, we're on game seven, so we're one game away from winning. And how long does it take you and to play this? Oh my god, we've been playing for over a month. <laughs> each game each game takes about so the first the first three or four games take about forty five minutes to an hour to play. Yeah, uh, I think game six took us two hours to get through. Yeah. So they get it longer, and then we also there's also an expansion pack which has four more games. But so once we beat game seven, we can go to the expansion which has four more games to play through. Well, you know it's funny we're talking about games, and people are getting into to uh, different styles of games, and I think we're kind of in a really good era for games. There's been a lot of tabletop games that have come out in the last ten years that just blow your mind. Yeah, I mean you have the whole Cards Against Humanity uh, phenomenon that just spurned or just gave birth to hundreds of card games that are come out that are all basically the same and some of them are, are a lot of fun like we did a voting game um not too long ago that was a lot of fun yeah when there's like uh um well there's cards of humanity there's uh, there's uh, exploding kitten hazard that bears exploding versus kittens, babies yeah. there's yeah there's so many of them and you can't even kittens in a blender yeah and i get laid i finally got to fiend to go to agree to try a D&D game that is prepackaged. Nice. You, nice. You know what I mean? You buy the whole kit and it gives yeah. you your characters and it, and you walk through the story and you do everything. And so I'm excited for that. And that's a good segue to, to bring up. We are working on a new, well, it's going to be a new series within Spoiler Country with Eli. Yeah. Where yes. we actually have like, a, it's like a superhero D&D type of game. Eli from the not the not so crazy podcast Blizzard of the Wizard and Eli. Yeah, Eli Serata, Serota, Serata. I'm never just Eli. Yeah, it's Eli. just Eli. <laughs> yeah, and Blizzard the Wizard is awesome. Eli is awesome. Yes. Uh, you probably have heard him on our podcast many times. When on Avengers, yep. When uh, which movie came out? Infinity War. No, no, no. The last oh. one he just oh Spider Man, Spider Man into the Spider Verse. Yes. Into the Spider Verse, and Eli just created a whole show for us. <laughs> right, it was, it was awesome. awesome. It was like I love that you you know. And he was like, "You guys can use it if you you know you don't have to, you don't want to." But it was like, "Yes, of course we want to use this." You you right. just poured your heart into this, of course. And recently on his show, he did this thing where he was traveling around thing, and he, and he traveled to spoiler country and and met two characters, the tangent and uh, the signal boost. Yeah. And it was so <laughs> it was awesome, which is two things. That we awesome. We're on a tangent right, right. now. And then he, you yeah. know, so anyways, Eli, we're going to, we're going to do a whole thing with Eli and, and play a game and hopefully everybody will join us and, and it'll be a lot of fun. Yeah, it should be fun. I got Kaylee. Kaylee's willing to do a D and D match now too. So she's, I'm looking forward to setting that up with her to play. Cause she's, she's really, she's awesome. She's like, I'm not, I'm so surprised i like this harry potter thing I mean, she loves harry potter yeah. but the style of game she's like no it's 
it's a ton of fun. Like she, she actually played it before me because my sister got it and my mom got it. My mom plays this game. Oh, that's hilarious. So my mom, my sister play it all the time. Uh, not all the time. They played a lot. Yeah. And we were, we were over there at my, at my mom's house and they were playing and Kim sat, or my sister sat down and played with Kim, my mom. And I was doing something else. I was like, at first I was like, I don't really want to, I mean, this looks kind of, I'm dorky, but this looks dorky. Yeah. You know? And, but Kaylee sat down and played and we left as we left. She ordered the game from Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> so we had it two days later. Nice. <laughs> nice. See, so, you know, maybe if we can get one of these, these pre-packaged D and Ds, then maybe me, you, yeah. Kaylee, and Tiffany could sit the, down. Yeah, the four and, of us and play this game. Play. I think we could have a lot of fun with it. I mean, I think so too. <clears throat> I I tried playing D and D when I was a little kid. When I was, uh, I was, I was embarrassed. I was like, I don't want to say things like I'm doing. What if I said the wrong <clears throat> thing? Well, <laughs> when I was in school, you'd get beat up for you know, not literally, but you know, you'd get teased tremendously. Yeah, and Nerds. bullied if you admitted to playing D and D. You just did. You know, yeah, now those ner- and now those nerds rule the world. Yep. And then the seventies, D and D was huge, and it was satanistic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's kind of funny, but I tried playing it with my it brother is. and my sister, and 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 I just didn't like it when I was a kid. Right. But I think now, I think now I'd like it. I'd a lot, like it a actually. lot more. Yeah, I think I'd have more fun with it because I don't. One, I don't care about what I look like anymore. I mean, I care what I Same. look like, but you know what I mean. I don't care how well, other I, people think of me. Exactly the same. I look, I care about my appearance, but I don't right. give a shit what somebody else thinks. <laughs> I care about my appearance, <laughs> but I don't care about how you, th- how other people that I don't even know think about me. Like I care right, how you right. think about me, but I don't care yeah. about some dude that I don't know. Well, I think you're a sexy man. Hey, yeah, that's but, right, um, ladies. <laughs> Taken. No. Oh, all right. All right. So not to not to completely 180 segue that, but this is what I'm best at is changing topics yeah. all for no reason. Well, it is but, a tangent um, of tangents. It is. It is. Did you see that in uh, game is 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 just right behind Avatar now? Yeah, it's going to overtake it within the next few days. Yeah. So Avatar is, is two seven you know, two point seven eight eight billion. Like that. And, yeah. Yeah. And then in games at uh, two billion seven hundred and sixteen million right now. Right. Well, that was actually then that's so actually a couple days old. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 well they haven't updated yet. So yeah. Yeah. But it's 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 going to overtake soon, which is good because Avatar needs to be knocked out. You know, there's a part of me that feels like it's. It's vindication of all those comic yeah. books I read and people going, oh, well, comic books. Da, da, da. Yeah. I'm like, no, these are really good stories. If you give it a chance, you might actually like it. Well, and, and all the shit that James Cameron talks about superhero movies. Oh, does he like, talk a lot of shit about superhero movies? Oh, yeah. He talks about how they're the worst things ever. I hate that. And it's like, fuck you, dude. I mean, that, that, I'm sorry. I, I like a lot of his movies, but him, I mean, I don't, I can't remember exactly what he said, but he was like, superhero is a fad and need to go away. And, and something about like how they're just not, they're not good cinema or whatever like that. But just his comments on that shit, it's like, I, now I just don't want to see your next movie. Jealousy. Like, I just, I have no interest. Yeah. Even the new Terminator like, with Sarah Connor. Well, that's not his movie. He's producer, executive producer. But he's not writing or directing it. And yeah. He's produced because he owns, he owns the rights to Terminator, but he's not doing anything on it. Does he own the rights to Terminator? I think, I think it's 20th Century Fox. Him, yeah. No, I think they fell back to him. Oh, which is Disney. Disney owns everything. I know. Disney owns all the world. So I. So we were talking about the the. Uh, oh, Paramount. Paramount Pictures owns. Paramount Pictures owns uh, owns Terminator oh. with with James Cameron. You know what's funny sold, is he, like a year ago we had oh. a conversation about Paramount, and you said you don't think Paramount has the ability to create a streaming app that can support all of their content. That people wouldn't be interested, yeah. but they have Star Trek, they have Terminator, they have aren't they Tr- Jurassic Park as well? Uh, that's uni- Universal, but yeah, yeah. Is, well, isn't Paramount and Universal kind of 
Yeah, it's, I think it's the same yeah. thing. Yeah, which is Comcast. Yeah. Wow. But fuck Comcast. Yeah. 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 It's just that's crazy. It's crazy. I mean, we did an episode about we did an episode called "Fuck Comcast" or "Comcast Hate." <laughs> oh, that's right. This wasn't that wasn't that Sandman Slim Love and Comcast Hate or something like that. Uh, it was no, no, that that was exploiting your friends with Sandman Slim. Oh, that's but a no, great it, episode. It was, it was it was the overflow on Com the overflow on Comcast Hate. It was my house flooded. Yeah, and I got attacked by that giant spider. Right. <laughs> that was tan- that was tangent too. <laughs> So remember we made we made a teaser video called Tangent Two now with more spiders. <laughs> <laughs> so it says here that James Cameron sold the rights to Paramount in twenty fifteen to Terminator for one dollar. One dollar? I wonder why. There must be a reason for it. After Salvation and people hated it. Yeah, uh, so I don't know. I just this again, this is a quick Google search. I'm probably wrong. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. You know, I was right. I'm wondering though, because we were talking about the DC app. The DC streaming app. Yeah. And if you love DC comic books, you definitely need to check at least check it out. Um, <clears throat> and if you just like good TV, you got to watch Doom Patrol. Got to. It's so good. Got to, got to, got to. Yeah. Well, the nice thing is, is like it's a complete story. And then the, now they've announced season two and, you know, it gives you a good chance. But with AT&T purchasing Warner Brothers. Right. And changing the name to Warner Entertainment, which I thought was... A smart move. No bias on my end. No bias. No bias. None. none. But I'm wondering if the DC app stuff is more of a pre-launch of things they could do that will work when they bring out their Warner Brothers. Their I think it's Warner Plus or something like that. Yeah, I mean, if they roll the DC stuff into Warner Plus into one big, isn't that what it's called, Warner Plus? Oh, it's Disney Plus. I don't know what. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever Warner says. Yeah, I mean. It'd be cool if they were all together because then I wouldn't have to pay for two of them. But well, I could see them releasing the stuff on the DC app and then a month later trickling down to the Warner app. Yeah, I mean Titans is on Netflix now, so. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. That's interesting because Disney announced with with their final purchase of Hulu. So if people aren't aware, Disney does own Hulu now. Oh, they own all of it now. Yeah. They are well. They are. They have controlling interest of Hulu completely. They've bought. Oh yeah, they have. They, they have controlling interest. I know that. I just did not the other. Yeah, they yeah. They, they've done a final. They did a final thing where I think they've actually purchased any rights that Comcast had. Oh, they bought them yeah. out. And I think they've already. And if I'm if I'm right, they already announced that Hulu is going to be used for their adult content huh. for the stuff that they that they put out. Or the, you know what I mean. Just more adult content. And then right. their Disney Plus Disney. is going to be all family, and so they can keep that, that yeah, s- which makes sense for Disney, I guess. I, I wish, but I wish in that I don't know. It, it seems weird they're going to loop in um, all the Star Wars and Marvel stuff into the the family friendly stuff, you know. Well, it uh, I, I, I mean, think like, there's going to be crossover where you're going to have the same stuff available on Hulu that you have on the Disney Plus, but then on Hulu you would have Deadpool. And yeah. Deadpool two and new Deadpool well, stuff. They've already, they've already talked. They've, they've already released some statements talking about merging Deadpool into the MCU, which they can do. I, I, I mean, I, like I think Deadpool, like, so. My stance was, uh, you know, you, you've created this hard R persona with Deadpool, but you've done it with one and two, and I'm going to kind of flip flop here. Now that you've done it with one and two, and then you've you've released this whole thing with, um. Once upon a Deadpool, Deadpool, which 
which I still contend that that's Ryan Reynolds showing Disney that you could do a PG-13 version of this character if that's what you really, right. really, really want to do. It's his, it's his audition. Yeah. And the thing <laughs> is, is if they maintain Ryan Reynolds in that role and they allow him to continue to write and continue to be the, the creative force behind it, yeah. I, I think they're in good hands. I think so too. I, I don't see any reason why they, why Deadpool can't exist in both worlds, right? Like they can still make our rated Deadpool movies and then have him in a PG thirteen movie yeah. as well. Like that's not, yeah. you know. Yeah. And they and and I think that's the whole thing with Disney is that they really want to make sure that that line is drawn. I think they're so concerned with with way people look at them um, for for family entertainment ways. Right. Right. Yeah. Hulu and Disney and and so it. I don't know. You know, it, it kind of makes sense for me. I think the odd man out in all this is going to be, um, you know, Netflix. Yeah. I mean, but Netflix has some, puts out some, I mean, they, put out, they still put out good stuff, but they're not, I mean, this is, this is going to pull all their shit from Netflix. And then as soon as Warner Bros. has theirs out, they're going to pull all their stuff off Netflix. So, yeah. But I mean, is it going to, is it going to matter? Because Netflix basically prints its own money right now. So it can, it can get the talent behind to make good quality shows. Right. Right. You know? Like they make so much fucking money every month, it's not even yeah, real. The mouse. So this is on USA Today, and it was published on uh, May fourteenth of this year. And okay. you can you can go check it out. And it's Disney takes over Hulu. What's it mean for cord cutters, binge watchers? Change is coming. The Mouse House now has complete control of Hulu. The Walt Disney Company, which helped launch the video provider nearly twelve years ago, which is crazy to think Hulu's been around that long already. Right? Already owned two thirds of the streaming and on-demand video service. Um, Disney had grown its share through its seventy-one point three billion acquisition of twenty-first century Fox's movie and TV studios, which closed in March, and its one point four one point four three billion deal for the nine point five percent share that AT and T owned, which I didn't know, but I think AT and T got that in its own media merger last year for the $85 billion deal for Time Warner, which is crazy. Right. That left Comcast, which owns NBC Universal, as the only remaining non-Disney Hulu stakeholder, holding on, holding one third. Uh, <laughs> Disney now gets immediate, complete control of, of Hulu, according to the deal the company's announced Tuesday, and will pay Comcast at least $5.8 billion for its Hulu stake in five years. It could receive more, depending on whether... Or how much Comcast invests in Hulu over the over that period? Again, this is on USAToday.com. Um, feel free. Huh. Disney takes over Hulu, which means for cord cutters, binge watchers, and uh, you know a change is coming. Uh, what it's all mean for binge watchers? Perhaps the most important condition of the deal is that NBC Universal parent Comcast will keep NBC shows such as Saturday Night Live and The Office on Hulu for five years. That's good news for consumers, says Jim Nail principal business to consumer marketing outlets for search firm Forrester. The decision signals no sudden disruption of subscribers expected from Hulu. He said it also shows that both NBCU, which is NBC Universal, which of course plans to launch its own service in early 2020, and Disney are being thoughtful about consumer experience and will approach future change cautiously, which I think is 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 good. You know, that, I mean, they're not just trying to yank yeah. everything right off the right off the bat. Uh, with control of, his, of Hulu, Disney can eventually offer a customizable bundle of video services direct to homes. Remember, as a Disney Plus subscription service stocked 
with Disney and Pixar films, as well as Marvel Star Wars movies due to launch November 12th for $6.99 annually, which is an amazing price. You know, and current box office smash, of course, will be on there, Avengers Endgame. The company already has its own ESPN Plus service, which is more than just a year old, which um, I love sports, but I don't love it enough to buy a service for it. This video trifecta gives Disney the ability to completely integrate Hulu into our direct-to-consumer business leverage, the full power of Walt Disney's company's brands, creative engines to make service even more compelling and a great value for consumers. Uh, Of course, that's Rob Iger spouting his his stuff. Right, Um, right. This is going to be interesting, you know, because it is really this does give them a whole outlet for maybe bringing back something like Punisher or Jessica Jones or Daredevil, which all those actors have said they'd be more than happy to come back to. Which is weird because we have Jessica Jones season three coming soon. And it's like the last it's like, yeah, it's like a tease. It's, it's, it's a huge. It's, like, un, it's unfortunate. It's, uh, it, it feels like a big right. cock tease. Right, like I'm excited for it. I'm also like, ah, damn you, it. Yeah, because you know, it's like, and, and it's, and the thing is, is it was it written and and directed and and shot with the, with the idea that this was the last season. I mean, I'm sure they knew. Like they knew when Disney was buying it out that that, that they were gonna pull yeah. it. Yeah, you know? it's 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 weird. Not- you know, I don't know how well those. You know, it's unfortunate because Netflix doesn't share that information. They don't share yeah. how well a show is actually doing on their on their service. Which is weird because I'd like to yeah, know. Yeah, they don't care. I mean, they obviously. I mean, I don't, I don't mean they don't need to share it, right? No. Um, it just sucks when you're passionate about something and it gets pulled and you don't know why. At least when it's on NBC or Ky- or CBS or you know what I mean, a broadcast station. Right. You know why? Because it's not getting ratings. Or even cable. You know? Oh well, the ratings were so low they couldn't support it. Okay, that makes sense. You know? Right. Right. But you know. Netflix is going to do what Netflix wants to do. They were for there for a brief period of time worth more than Disney. That's obviously yeah. gone now. Has it gone down? Well, I don't know if they've gone down that much, but they're definitely not worth more than Disney anymore. Huh. I thought I, they, they were like a couple months yeah. ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they've had some some hits, you know? Yeah. I, I mean, I, I'm sure... I think that was actually last year. And okay. I'm sure know, it's been a while. that once the Fox merger deal with Disney was complete that just went out the window right you know but it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out and i'm 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 hopeful that we get some more i don't want to say adult oriented comic book content but i hope we get some more adult oriented comic book content (laughs) (laughs) i don't want to say but it's exactly what i want yeah i don't want to say i don't like that guy but i really don't like that guy that's like my go-to thing to say to people right i don't want to tell them to shut up but shut up (laughs) Uh, yeah yeah i mean it's gonna be interesting we'll see where it goes i'm 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 excited for disney plus but i'm also kind of like we're just going back to the capable model of you know add this add this add this and eventually then again your tv bill is going to be you know oh your tv bill now if you were to subscribe to all the services that are available to get all the content out there right like say you ditched cable and you're a cord cutter and you want to have all the different TV shows. Then you'd have to get like the FX streaming app and the Hulu and the, you know, CBS and, you know, right. It's all Netflix it's all and all up. these other ones. By the time you in HBOs and, you know, all everything else, you, you, you spend so much money, you know? And the funny thing yeah. is, is this is exactly what the devil told us would happen. And when I say the devil, right. I mean Comcast, they fought against yeah. 
the whole thing, uh, being able to have this type of services bloom like this, right? Right. And they said, look, if you if you force us to to relinquish licenses and have this ability, then what's going to happen is you're going to have all these companies create their own services and everybody's going to have to go and buy, purchase each thing individually a la carte, which is going to cost you more yeah. than if you just buy one service that's, that's bringing it all into one, it's all, one, bundles. all one bundle. Well, I, you know, I might feel a little worse about that if Comcast wasn't such a shitty company, but well, to me, it's this Comcast has to bid in certain areas to provide the cable experience, right? You could have yeah, the whole. The, the problem is, is there's the just no local companies except for somebody like Wave that's just big enough to purchase out small areas, right? Because they have what's called yeah. a government controlled monopoly, and they bid yep. for those areas, and then they went out, and then they are your only cable provider. And the problem is, is, is the government wrong. to me should be saying, look, you can't charge more than this and you have to provide a certain level of customer service that they don't well it's like if you're gonna if you're gonna force us to only have one option then 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 they need to be forced to do certain things yep yep but i don't know i i kind of go back and forth there's a little bit of socialism in in me not a lot don't i don't want anybody to get like (laughs) thinking things but there's certain things that i think should be inherited uh, nowadays, because you can't live in today's society without having access to internet, access, no, you, you know, and there's a part of me like, look, if Comcast should provide, if you're in a area that has cable internet available, then why can't they give you a low level so you can check, you can surf the net for information and get email at least. Right. A base yeah, utility. Like one megabyte down. Right. You know, right. you're not really watching any videos on one megabyte down. No, no, you know, but you can, you know, you can apply for jobs. You can look up information that you need for school, like Wikipedia and other encyclopedic um, websites, and you can get your email and you can do some low level communications. Yeah, I agree. You know, and they don't even offer anything like that. You know, they just no, they give they give they give make it to where your plan, you know, whatever that is, you have access to email sites and then like wikipedia and educational yeah. stuff you know when everything else is like blocked or whatever yeah. you know and they charge you you know and the thing is is what if i just want internet why do i have to pay more for just internet than if i bundle with your telephone and your tv and everything yeah. else but i pay more to have that bundle but then my internet is only 30 dollars. yeah i pay more i pay i pay more just to ha- and have a phone line i pay less and have a phone line than what if i didn't have a phone yeah line. that doesn't make any sense I don't want a phone line, but I have one because if I don't, <laughs> I, my bill is twenty dollars yeah, more a month. I did the same thing. I had a phone line when I had Comcast, and I just never plugged a phone in. It just was there. Yeah. We but we finally did in this in the new house here for yeah. the kids, right? To have, for the house phone, but I mean, we've had a phone number for years and just never used it. Yeah. Well, the thing is, is if you just have internet, you can just get Google Voice and plug a phone in. Yeah, it's super easy. <laughs> it's just so stupid. Well, I think we've come to an end of a show. Yeah, I think that's a yeah. show, man. I think Before we go, here. I want to say happy birthday to my friend Stephanie Diamond over there on the East Coast. She, happy birthday. birthday. She she um, listens to our podcast every single week. Nice. Thank yeah. you so much. Thank you. That's awesome. So there you guys go. We're Spore the Country. We're here. We're here. We're heard. We don't be we're heard. heard. Everywhere podcasts are heard. We're on all the social medias. 
And I think we have a voicemail, but I'm not sure. We do, and I know the number now. It's 707-656-2080. Again, 707-656-2080. Call in and leave us a voicemail. What your, your, tell, us, tell us a quick story about something random. That's what I want to hear this time. <laughs> something random. And, uh, something random. We have, a, we have an email box, swillofentry at gmail.com. Choose an email. We'll get back to you eventually. We have like 80 emails in our box, and Madeline's a touch in a while because you've been so busy, but we'll get to it Tell sometime. us your grossest and, story. What's that? A grossest story? Uh, you, can, you can listen to yeah. those. Um I, uh, I'll listen to, you know, whatever. We have a website, scpod.net, where we have all of our podcasts up there. We have articles. We're working on getting more content up there. With, uh, we've got Casey on board now. We still have Jay Road trying articles. So we have good stuff there. And um, that's all for me. I'm going to go pass out. There you go. Bit. Don't forget to open the mind. Make more.